Jen. And Zabel. And this is Grounded Sounds. And welcome back to Grounded Sounds. Man, it's so good to be in the studio for the it new is. year. It's good space. Feels good in here. Steve's feng shui the place. He has. He's rearranged With at the snakes. Towers studio. <laughs> <laughs> There's new decor. Large snake and... And cheese and balls. Cheese, large thing of cheese balls, and uh, we're flip-flopped. That's pretty classy. So I don't know how I'm going to do with this side of the couch, but <laughs> I think it's roughly the same. So for our listeners um, who have been tuning in, this is really our first time back into the studio um, since the new year. Yeah. And so we decided we'd do a hostful podcast today. Hostful podcast with shout-outs to Chris Hardwick, who coined the phrase from whenever he first started having podcasts that they didn't have a guest on. <laughs> Instead of saying guestless, I like to say hostful. So I want to give Chris Hardwick from Nerdist Podcast full credit okay. on that so he doesn't sue me. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. So this is our hostful podcast. I love it. I, I do think, too. I like the idea of a hostful podcast because I really love the idea of just sitting around having a cocktail and talking to my friends. I do too. And we haven't gotten to catch up because we no. both have had so many life changes in the last couple of months. Have so. We? Yes. Stuff happened? Well, we moved and you had a baby. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yep. Those few changes, they're small ones. Little ones, but, you know. Let's start with Alice Pearl. Let's talk Alice Pearl. I know the podcast audience has been waiting with bated breath. I know. To hear my (laughs) daddy stories from Alice Pearl. Well, she was born on 11717 to her adoring parents, and she weighed eight pounds and was 20 and a half inches long. And it's completely healthy, and I do want to give all of the respect and um, adoration in the world to, one, my darling wife, Carrie, who did an amazing job, and two, the um, nursing and physician staff at Integris uh, Edmund, okay. who were absolutely fantastic. I cannot see enough good things about the crew up there. They made us feel completely at home, you know, 4 a.m., night two, when... It's really hitting the fan, and I, Carrie and I haven't slept in days and don't know what we're doing. I could just walk out in the hall and be like, help, oh. somebody come in here and do something. Yes, <laughs> just support us. And they were wonderful. And um, you know, we went back for the week appointment, and um, I made sure to take them uh, spice shop gift cards and, and things like that because we were very, very appreciative of everything they did up there. It was fantastic. But um, she's home. Mm-hmm. Uh, my entire family, friends, you know, with the spice shop – She's got, you know, literally thousands of people that are waiting. Right. And like, is Alice here yet? And can we see pictures? So everybody was asking me to send pictures. So Alice has her own Instagram feed. <laughs> uh, you can find Alice at Alice Pearl's World mm-hmm. on Instagram. That is her sole source of social media. So, um, and it is protected. So just say something about the podcast and we'll make sure you can follow all of the adorable baby pictures there's already some great ones up yeah Mm -hmm. yesterday in particular um alice went down in the afternoon we took a picture of her asleep and then we also took a picture because yesterday was 72 degrees i know (laughs) is january 31st and it was 72 degrees so carrie and i had all these plans to go hiking at martin nature park and then alice went to sleep and we're like well i'm just i'm not gonna wake her up so we just went in the backyard and straight up got our bronze on, oh, no. and we're like sitting out sun. I'm like smoking a cigar, and Carrie's just like sunbathing. And like, and meanwhile, in the backyard on January 31st, we're just chilling. Yeah, because maternity slash paternity leave is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it's like being retired for six weeks. 
Well, you guys are wonderful and laid back and, you know, just it's, it was fun to come stop by and just, you know, stop in on you guys. You got to come back though. I know. I didn't get to hang out because I had to go to gymnastics. True. Um, as you know, I don't do gymnastics per se, but Lilu, my four year old does. And it's like a flash forward into (laughs) a little girl world right now. I can't wait. We're thinking more like martial arts, though. I know. I, you know, I tried to get Lilu to do like taekwondo, and her big thing is she does not want to wear the outfit. Yeah, because the outfits are not very flattering. No, and she just—I mean, I, she goes, "Mom, I, I, you know, I don't want to wear a shirt and a belt and pants. Like she just wants to wear a leotard mm. or a princess dress everywhere." That's true. So I, I really try to convince her we're going to have to find maybe a class that she can just wear her leotard. I'm basing my my martial arts. Off of uh, Anthony Bourdain, mm-hmm. who has daughters and has famously said that uh, people ask people ask him about you know raising daughters, and he always says that um, uh, he finds that most problems that young women have growing up comes from a basis of not enough self esteem, mm-hmm. and so he's like, we're going to have a lot of positive reinforcement, a lot of hugs, a lot of good Anyas, and a lot of martial arts training. I think that's great. <laughs> and his wife is a martial arts expert so she they, that kind of goes hand in hand but you know it's just, it's just one of those things where we're just so excited to have her and um carrie and i are both just over the moon for her and you know it's one of those things that you can't ever know what it's going to be like till you're there and as worried and everything as we were i remember um who's the guy that came on like second performer we had daniel yeah daniel, yes, welcher. daniel welcher he uh sang that song about you know what's it going to do to our relationship and we were we were worried about that but it's it's been wonderful it's been Far better than we ever could have imagined. So we're very, very thankful for that. Well, and then, you know, today I got to tell one more Baby Alice story. I promise this won't yes, be this the Baby be. Alice podcast. But, <laughs> it, um, might, it might be. You know, today, well, so a couple awesome. of days ago, our, our, <laughs> our pediatrician told us that we were doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. And I, I asked her to write that down so I can show it to my mom. <laughs> and, and, uh, for any doubters out there. <laughs> and then this morning, I was streaming a uh, concert. It was New Year's Eve. 1987, Prince played with Miles Davis in Central Park, I believe. And Alice is just loving some Prince. And then Miles Davis starts playing and she goes to sleep. And I was like, that's got to be because Carrie and I sit around listening to jazz records while she was pregnant with her. So I was super proud of Alice's musical <laughs> taste already. She Yes, she already has a good ear. Already. Oh, I'm so happy for you guys. How about you, Jen? You've done some cool stuff. Well, we did. We moved. Um, So for anybody who has followed uh, the podcast, we moved um, like last year and we moved again this year, which was, is pretty crazy. Moves are always, you know, hectic and and upheaval. But uh, it was a very positive move. We um, had bought my grandma's house, you know, like a year and a half ago in Edmond and on an acre, we ended up, it wasn't a great fit for us, and that's all right. There was um, some deer hunting issues. There was some hunting right by our kid's swing, yard. swing yeah. set. Uh-huh. Um, I uh, wrote to the paper and talked to the um, mayor, and they were all very supportive of my case. But um, by that time, we were ready to get back to the city. Our lives are here, and sure. everything we do is here. So we have loved being in our new home. We love being back in Oklahoma City. And I've been like really reflecting on that as a change within, you know, the last couple of days of, you know, I knew we were coming on the podcast and thinking about 
you know, um, what, what to report on, on our hostful sure. podcast, but I kind of have been reflecting on, um, you know, it takes like some big changes to kind of get you to that next level in life. And yeah. like it, you know, it, it is, it, it's like when you move a year before and you're going, Oh, do we really, do we really need to go? Or this was my grandma's house. Do we really part with it? Um, but like in our guts of guts and hearts of hearts, we knew it was the right thing to do. And we had to kind of like not worry about what anybody else would think and like, you know, kind of sure. do our own path. And then once we did it, it was, you know, it was very rewarding. So sometimes yeah, it just takes some, you know. We've kind of had the uh, do your own thing and be your own path deal with already with, with Alice too. Just you kind of had to have a little sit down with Carrie and be just like, okay, look, we're going to feed our child. Mm-hmm. She's going to be healthy. She's going to be loved. Mm-hmm. And um, all of because you get so much unsolicited advice. Oh, totally. About so Especially many as things a parent. <laughs> that you never could have even imagined wanting advice for, and, and we just didn't. And you know, like I say, the, the, the uh, pediatrician said we were doing a good job. So there you go. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, and sometimes unsolicited advice is like people projecting their own fears or sure. their own, you know, things. And the on same you. thing with moving. And I mean, you know, like with you being up north and then coming back down to the Oklahoma City, and I'm sure you guys got that from all sides. You mean your parents are up there, right? Yeah, our whole family's in Edmond, and fortunately, they were really um, supportive. Cool. I, I was a little nervous telling my mom because, again, it was like her mom's house, and my mom grew up in this yeah. house. But they, I think they know us well enough to yeah. know, you know, this really wasn't our, our spot. Sure. Um, so we did get support from it, but you're right. Able, like we still, even on the kid end, um, I'm, you know, I'm realizing like what it, like a sugar filled society we live in. And I was just listening to an NPR sect about how, um, it's like this author that wrote the case against sugar and how Mm. it really like wrecks our bodies and how it's in everything. And so, you know, with a four-year-old, I mean, it's everywhere. It's like, you know, from teachers and grandparents and birthday parties. And, and I, you know, I'm constantly feeling like I have to be, you know, that, that mom that's like putting my foot down on too much junk food or too much sugar. And, you know, and I, sometimes people think I'm super weird about it and that's okay. That's all right. But it's, you know, yeah. it's hard. You just kind of keep again, going back to the own path and, I think you know, it's, it's one of those deals where I'm kind of lucky in that respect because of the shop, you know, I am, um, mm-hmm. when I moved back to Oklahoma city from Denver, I was really worried because I'd lived six years in this super progressive political climate and, uh, lots of free thinking. And I mean, I was on the field in Mile high stadium when, Former now President Obama accepted the nomination, like I, and it was huge. And I worked at the DNC and all that. And I was like, "How am I gonna, how am I gonna do moving back into this climate?" And um, and so I opened a spice shop, and I'm kind of surrounded myself with this little bubble of forward-thinking people. And it seems to be like everybody that comes into spice shops super supportive of that type of thing. You know, mm-hmm. like um, the way we're planning on feeding Alice, and you know the way that we eat in general and you know I grew up on a family farm so we raised our own beef and ate vegetables from a garden and things like that and it's really simple the way that we do it but you're right you can get a lot of flack and uh, people can really come down on you and you know it's like Stickman says I've mentioned him on the podcast before Stickman used to be from Dead Prez anytime you make a positive change people will judge you um, uh, but don't let it budge you because you're on a positive path. And, uh, and so that's kind of what we kind of, at Spice Shop, it's lucky because I get that kind of reinforcement. And a lot of people in a lot of different places in society might, especially in this part of the country, might not be able to surround themselves with that kind of people. So we really are fortunate, uh, you and I, to be in this this little, you know, we're on a podcast talking about local music, for God's sake. I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's so awesome. <laughs> it 
it's so it's just great. the coolest thing ever Speaking of food, I do want to give a quick update on, um, we had the Yoga Box Girls on oh, yeah. in January, at the very beginning of January, because it's, actually, we're into February now. Yep. It's, <laughs> February 1st. Yes, February 1st. Um, and so, I did want to give an update that I signed up for Hailey's meal plan, yeah. um, and she, you know, had kind of talked about that, and we have loved everything she has done. Like, she's such a creative, um, you know, cook and chef, and and it's made my life a little easier. I had to realize that like I'm not the mom or the wife that cooks every single night and, yeah. and I have friends who enjoy it and love it and it's really just not uh, my pace or uh, where I'm geared and so for for me to go like I go and pick things up on a Monday or Tuesday especially at the beginning of the week when we're pretty drained like from weekend stuff and events and stuff like that then we're able to just it's kind of that grab and go and eat and have good food and is it food for the whole family well you can do I do um it we do four meals a week and then three snacks, which, which the snacks can be like, you know, Brussels sprout salad and like egg salad. And so things that I even eat during lunch as a meal, but, um, Dustin and I just split what we do right now and it, it actually works out great. And then, you know, I I mean, I still, you know, we still um, like to cook and we love to eat out with our family and our friends, but it's like been a really great fit for us. So if people are looking for something like that, I like highly recommend that. Highly, highly recommend. recommend highly. Yes, I do. <laughs> highly over at the Box. Yeah, she's she's fantastic and does a really really good job over there. And um, Carrie still has her classes that she's you know excited about going to as soon as she gets you know the, signed off from the doc. So. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, we we really love those girls over there, and they do a wonderful job with food and health, all around health in general. They do. They have a good little vibe going on over there. I've I've really enjoyed um, being at home cooking like. I mean, I cook a lot anyway, but, um, you know, being able to have the time to, you know, be at home and do three or four hour recipes or I wake up before, like if Carrie's had the night shift, I'll wake up early and bake something. Yes. You know, cooking is kind of my love language, I guess. Like, you know, I'll make stuff. I I really love to feed people. And so I've been able to do that for, I think we're on our third almost week of maternity, paternity leave now. So Mm -hmm. it's been great, you know, kind of re um, getting back into touch with where we came from with food and um, some cool old school recipes using a bunch of awesome ingredients from the local community and it's going really well. Good. I'm so glad. I'm trying to think if there's anything new to report in the food scene in Oklahoma City. I know we went to a bunch of new restaurants before we had the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, Revolution, Rachel Cope's taco place yes. is fantastic. We it, ran into her the other day. I love um, that place. And my friend great. Eric Walker is a manager over there. He's been a longtime friend. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. With mm-hmm. the, uh, yes, the, the toaster paint pastries. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, they're like, they're like, what are they calling? Like pizza rolls or something? What? No, like Pop-Tarts. Yeah. But with like stuff in them. Mm-hmm. I was over there a couple of days before Alice was born. And that was just fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, they call them empanadas, but essentially they're, you know toaster pastries with savory stuff inside of them. I like and, the vibe there too. Mm-hmm. Like Really cool places to chill. Yeah. And Jen Simler, who I really think a lot of her, she um, has a little boy. And so they, they make it really like family friendly. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, when I was there last, I was having a meeting, um, but you know, there was like, you know, kids there and mm-hmm. just, you know, moms would kind of come in and be able to chat and hang out. And it just is, it's a really good vibe. Um, and I, I like what she's doing. I know she's expanding even more, so I'm yeah. excited for them. Oh, I know what two more, uh, well one, uh, Hacienda taco mm-hmm. is up in North park mall and they mm-hmm. opened right before, uh, we went into a baby probably the week before and they're doing tacos kind of, I mean, it's another taco shop. There's been a lot of those. There's, um, 
Barrios as well, but mm-hmm. uh, Hacienda Taco uses all of their spices are from the spice shop, and they're doing a big spice shop display. Cool. And uh, so there's going to be jars from all, all spices from us, and um, they're doing a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. And then another Rachel Cope joint the day before we went to the hospital was uh, ramen. You, have you been to Goro Ramen? Oh, I haven't been there, but I've heard great things about it. Goro Ramen in the Plaza District. Chef Jeff um, Chantrelaine and his wife, Rachel, mm-hmm. essentially different Ra- Rachel, Jeff's wife, not Rachel Cope, mm-hmm. run that place. And if you haven't gone, do yourself a favor because it is amazing. Well, I, we did go to Pritchard, which is also mm. in the plaza, yep. and that was – I haven't time. been in there yet. What's the what's the food like? Well, it's, a, it's tapas style. Mm. So there's – you know, and I, we got the scallops. Cool. I went with one of my best girlfriends, and so we had like a date night. Um, it was wonderful. And we did like scallops and the Brussels sprouts and cauliflower and the wine. And it's just a really cozy environment, and the food was great. And, uh, yeah, so that's kind of one of the newer that ones. That used to be Urban Wine, wine Works. Works. Mm-hmm. Are they still doing that wine, or are they doing their own wine thing now? I feel like they're doing their own. But okay. don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. And just for um, listeners' sake, uh, we, you know, so Rachel's sisters, Chelsea Cope, who we yeah. had in um, last year, I guess at the end of 2016, with Vonna Pearl, Chelsea, and has she was also doing Elms, and I'm not sure, um, kind of if they're still going, but she's full swing with Vonna Pearl. Yeah, Vonna Pearl had their first live performance right here at the uh, podcast party last year. They did. They Way did. back 2016, we had a party. I know. Doesn't it feel like forever ago? That was a good party, though. That was a that was kind of legitimately one of my last shebangs. Really, came out and Vonna Pearl played and um, got to hang out with a bunch of the other uh, podcast guests, uh, hosts mm-hmm. on the network. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, um, we've been extended an invitation <gasps> to be on the bubble <gasps> really? for their anniversary show, which is on. Valentine's Day, and we don't have to record it then. But they want to have the hosts from the other podcasts on the network come on and talk to the Bubble Girls. That Oh, I would love to do that. I know. They so called me exciting. yesterday, and I was like, that would be the most fun. Yes. Oh, that's so exciting. Well, I, I feel like um, we've had some great things that have happened from our podcast. And sure. I have to give um, a little shout-out. I was really excited. Um, so shout-out to Ryan LaCroix. Um, I'm a big fan of Ryan's. I think he's such a, a great guy. He's over at KOSU. Um, he shot us a message and says he's enjoy the podcast and um, they're excited to get some Norman Music Festival people on here. And so yeah. we are excited to host them. We're We've had some fans. Norman Music Festival. Um, Leica? Yeah, we had Linka Link- on here Link- who Link- will be, um, yes, opening for the headliner. So we've already started doing some Norman Music Fest shout when, outs. Is that in June? No. No? Um, it is. Let me, I'll have to look at them. Well, no, Jazz and June is, is. Yeah. Uh, in Norman. I, I think that they're still doing Anyway, that. we got plenty of time. I know. That's right. We still have plenty of time. I'm, I, yeah, festival season is a blur to me, so I will definitely look at that date and see what date it is. Um, and, yeah, so we we'll have to promote that. Stuff. Yes, we uh, Speaking of exciting things in the new year, that's going to be coming up. Yeah. Um, What's your vision for 2017? I just really want to uh, flush this thing out and um, be able to promote it and um, – let the podcast grow. And yeah, I mean, we got JB, who was our first guest, mm-hmm. is doing the first show at the Tower Theater in 17 years yep. on February 18th. 18th mm-hmm. Exactly. So, you know, I, I'm excited about working with Scott and getting people that are coming to play at the Tower because I know he's going to be lining up an amazing lineup because he already does the Criterion mm-hmm. and it's fantastic. So, you know, we're already here yep. at, at the Tower. So, if we can get some of the acts that come through the tower, be able to interview some uh, more national acts. Uh, you and I were talking about Coulter Wall mm-hmm. coming through. Um, 
He's going to be AMC UCO with um, Margot Price. Yeah, Margot Price. Yep. Who I was able to see in Nashville, um, and she opened for Shovels and Rope at a party that Scott threw, and it was wonderful. I want to have Shovels and Rope on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we, I mean, we wouldn't be able to even talk. No, because I want to be best friends with them so bad. They've got a little baby girl. I know. That's right. A little friend for mm-hmm. Alice. Um, I know. I think we'd be just, I would be like stumbling over my words. Um, I don't know. I think I just want to talk to him so bad. And when I worked security at in Denver, I got to talk to a lot of pretty big name acts and things. And, and I, I just really like to talk to people like that because I find them so fascinating. Yeah. And he'd be like, like what is, what's, what's it like? Like, yeah. what do you guys do? But, you know, people like that, that I'm super big fans of, that would be amazing. But, I mean, you know, um, Coulter Wall, uh, I think – I think um, Katie. Yeah, Katie Williams. Katie Williams told us about him. Yep, she did. On the podcast, and I've been listening to him ever since, and he's great. Yeah, he is. I know. Yeah, there's like people I'd really love to have on. You know, I, I'm not very starstruck. Like, I don't get. No. You know, I'm not. It's not. You know, that kind of aspect. But if if you're an artist, it doesn't matter if you're one of our local artists or, you know, um, a regional or national. But um, that I've like seen, and I, I just think a lot of it's that's exciting to me. You know. Um, also, Tom Petty's coming in April, so we're probably gonna need to get him on here. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Tom Petty wants to come hang out at the podcast studio. I'm not going to stop it. I'm not. I'm not going to. I would never object. You know, we can always extend an invica- invitation I via will. Twitter. I will do it. <laughs> I bet Scott knows him. Like, yeah, he's probably got him in his cell phone. Yeah, he probably does. He probably does. Well, there's a great February 18th. It is. It's JB LTZ, which we've had on. Nice. There. Also, the, we pretty much set these guys up for their success. I, th- I feel like. Yes, there. I mean, there's a great lineup on that night, and so we've had a couple of of those artists on here already. And um, there's a great rap and hip hop scene in Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. I know we've talked about that with JB and LTZ, and hopefully we'll have more artists on this year. Um, and sometimes that gets overlooked, I think, in Oklahoma City, but we do have a good scene. Is it too soon to have those guys back on in preparation for their show? Or? No, I don't think so. <laughs> we, you know, we just, I was able to work with JB over this past weekend. I worked on the Glitter Ball. How did he play over there? He did. He was one of our wonderful, he was, you know, basically our kind of headliner talent as far as our original music. And he was awesome. Cool. He, he wore a suit. He looked so nice. Nice. He brought a lovely date. Um, it seemed like he had a great time. And I just, I always welcome any opportunity to work with JB. He is so kind and oh, yeah. enjoyable to work with. Ran into him in the, the shops, open streets on Broadway right before Christmas. I talked to him for many just out there with his daughter wandering around. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really cool guy. So stoked about all of his success. I've been listening to Black Future since it came out. Oh, it's a great album. It's a great album, and it's one of like three albums that I actually have downloaded onto my phone. Ooh, nice. So now every time my car turns on, it automatically turns on iTunes, and it's 90% of the time Black Future or the U2 album that I didn't ask to be put on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like from the president? Or I don't. It's I don't know what it is, but it's like every iPhone <laughs> in the world got this U two album, and I and I haven't even listened to it. I might even like it, but it's just the principle that they put it on my phone that I always skip everything. <laughs> That's right. That I remember you saying it was a U two album. Yeah, <laughs> which great. You know, U two more power. I mean, I but um, used to like U two before they started forcing their music on me. <laughs> That's right. Nobody <laughs> wants that. Um, well, who else have you been listening to lately? Let's see. Um, I've listened to a lot of Prince. I. I, I, it's just, still in I just, I can't get over it. Um, 
because I was such a Prince fan, and I, you know, and then I felt bad because I felt like I didn't listen to him enough. And then you know, uh, with the new year, I'm like, oh, Prince died last year, so I've been listening to Prince. And um, what else? Um, I don't know. JB, uh, that Black Future album is probably the latest album that I've picked up. Um, we already talked about Coulter Wall, but yeah, nothing really new and exciting right now. Well, Dustin, How about you? Well, Dustin recently got um, a, the Wild Nothing 2016 vinyl. Okay. And they're an indie rock kind of dream pop, and it's called The Life of Pause. And I've been listening to that at the house. It's the really Wild Nothing? Wild Nothing. Uh-huh. Check that out. And then um, local-wise, um, again, thanks to Ryan LaCroix, I came across Celadon City. And it's one guy, Ethan Strange, and he's kind of an ambient electronic music um vibe style and I have really enjoyed him I kind of keep going back to you know just listening to his newest album um when I'm working or you know just getting stuff done around the house and it's it's he's awesome so um and then uh Ursa Wild is it as in a band that has Andrew Heist from the Notionary so we had Andrew on here and they are um my friend Crosby Bray who uh he recorded and produced their their newest album that's getting ready to release I believe like I think in a couple of days, um, but I got to hear like one of their songs. They they dropped one of their singles already, and they had a great little write up in, in okay or news okay by Nathan Poppy, um, January twenty third, and they're kind of an eighties pop vibe. So Fun. yeah, so they're they're um, I'm excited to see kind of you know them. I'm excited to see them do more. Um, so yeah, that's, there's some, some great stuff. Which usually I'm such like a f- indie folk Americana yeah. artist, but these are like. You know, I mean, you said ambient songs. dream pop a couple times. That's I interesting. Know. I know. I'm <laughs> into it. You know, I actually I like all types of music, but um, I've also been listening to the the still the latest the last uh, Leonard Cohen album. Oh, you have, which is super dark. But uh, yeah, but um, the other night I was listening to it, and Carrie was like, "Do you really want like Alice is trying to sleep? Like seriously, <laughs> she's gonna have nightmares." <laughs> giving her bad dreams. <laughs> but uh but Leonard Cohen old stuff and surprisingly John Denver. Oh nice. Because uh my mom's a huge John Denver fan and I don't know, just I kinda go in waves mm-hmm. with John Denver. I've been actually listening to a lot of Hooray for the Riff Raff. Oh yeah. Yep. Awesome. I love putting on I think it's always fantastic as long as they're fiddle players with them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I became a fan after the criterion and you were telling me about them. mm -hmm. Yes. They're a fantastic little setup, Mm -hmm. but, um, you going to any shows? You know, I am in that point of life where I don't even know what next week is. So, I do not have any shows planned within the next couple weeks. Um, I need to like sit down and look at the calendar and kind of see what's coming up. And we made the Tom Petty commitment. Oh, you did for sure. We'll be at Tom Petty. Oh, we are going to go to my sister and I are going to go to the Margot Price Culture Wall show. Um, I'll probably go to that too. But um, as far as like some of our local stuff, I know there's a ton of great. I, February 18th, I'm unable to go. Um, because we have a wine tasting obligation, Abel. We do. Yes. I w- I got an invitation to a super exclusive wine tasting. I know. And it's on that same night as the JB show, so I uh, am not. I don't think I'll be able to be there. We are so sad we cannot make it. Mm-hmm. But um, so I know there's some great shows coming up. You know who else needs to play, and I'm sure they will soon, is uh, Horse Thief. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. spoilers, we're working on having them on the podcast. We're excited. We were kind of working on that this week, and it just became too crunched with time. Yeah. And uh, so... They've got all kinds of cool stories to tell. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just got off an Amer- North American tour. Mm-hmm. 
We're supposed to be on a European tour. Um, played a show over at the Powerhouse the other day. Um, those guys are just doing amazing things. So I am super stoked to have them in the studio. They are. They're doing a great job, and especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Nose is playing at Canes. Yes. And Tulsa uh, soon. Yes. I don't know exactly the date on that. Blake has been in touch with us on that, and um, I'm. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. I'm. I don't know if we're. Gonna, I'm going to be able to make it out there, but it takes a lot to get me to Tulsa. Yeah, I love Tulsa. I have one of my best friends that lives up there, and I love to stay with her. Um, but yeah. Again, I'm just, I don't know, this January, you know, January is kind of catching up from all the holidays. Yeah. So I feel like it's been a little bit of a whirlwind of trying to. Yeah. January for me is always kind of a a reset month at the shop because you never know what's going to happen. And especially this year with with the baby and I'm kind of stepping back a little bit from the spice shop from having to be there every day. Not having, I have the opportunity to be (laughs) at the spice shop every day and I'm going to be kind of a stay at home dad essentially. Uh, and trying to get the whole management structure in place and things covered. So, you know, I've, I know that I've missed a couple shows that I normally would have liked to have been at, but, um, we're just, it's going to be one of those, those first part of the year where you see what you can make it to. Yeah. And, um, I think the last couple of weeks for me have, has been doing a lot of legwork for potential projects this year. Cool. How's so, V3 doing? Good. It's good. You know, so we worked on, a, you know, about three or four, we had about three or four festivals we worked on last year. So January is all about like getting new proposals in and, you know, kind of doing new pitches and seeing who wants to renew their contracts and who doesn't and who, you know, so I feel like that's been the last couple of weeks of kind of figuring out, you know, what we're going to take back on and what we're not. And, awesome. and then what, you know, seller door stuff, we've had a lot of great, um, you know, just people reach out on seller, the seller door front of, you know, figuring out what are we doing and what can we do? And, you know, and ultimately it's an, an umbrella for us to support Oklahoma music. So, um, right now we just, you know, we do our podcast and we do our blog and that's kind of as much as we feel like we can sustain, yeah. you know, but if, you know, we're always open to new projects and things like that, if, if they're a good fit. Um, well, so. I mean, honestly, right now it's just such an exciting time to be here in Oklahoma city. Mm-hmm. And there's so many exciting things in music and food and, you know, the arts and culture that are going on. I mean, you know, I just got my alert on my phone today about the starlight supper, which I've been to in the last couple of years. And, you know, just events like that. And so you, it's, it's just one of those building, exciting, building excitement for the coming year, because there's so many new things happening that have never happened before. I mean, we're sitting you know, 20 feet from a theater that hasn't had a concert played in it in 17 years. And um, to see what's going to come through there and to see the continued success of the Criterion and the the, the, um, national and regional acts that that we're going to see new that come through here that probably haven't stopped here in a long time. So, you know, it's it's just I'm really, really excited about what's coming up and I'm excited about the part that we get to play Mm -hmm. on the podcast and I'm hoping to grow this thing. And um, make it to be kind of a, kind of a more, um, I don't know, more of a part of the the conversation around the city. I just, I just want to see it grow, and I, I'm so excited about what's happening that I want to share that enthusiasm as much as I can I with the uh, with the entire city and state. I agree. I have um, so an old old friend of mine since high school. He and his wife and little boy are moving here from San Diego, and cool. they. Ha- I mean, he's been gone. I mean, f- since probably he, you know, year a few years after he graduated high school. 
But um, I have been like obsessed with, you know, listing out every, all the things that they can do and like all the, you know, all the places yeah. around the city because I really am in love with our city and I, I want the move to be a really good experience for them, especially for her. She's not from Oklahoma City. She's not from mm. Oklahoma. And so, um, you know, I've already been brainstorming a ton of, of things that like we can take them to do, but they can do themselves as a family or a date night or just she and Asher, her little boy. And um, so I have, I've, I've stayed up you know, late, like just listing out a ton of things. I love them. to see Oklahoma city surprise people. You <laughs> I know, do too. I mean, I really, really kind of th- feel like I turned a corner the other day when I was, uh, somebody called in sick and I went into the spy shop last week and I was working an afternoon and a lady came into the shop, did not want to buy any spices. She came in because somebody told her to come ask me where to eat. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, so I'm glad I'm here because yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even supposed to be here. But she was like, yeah, a friend of mine said that to come in here and ask them where a good restaurant is. Mm-hmm. And uh, so here I am. And so I got to talk to her about, you know, new restaurants that are in town or, you know, locally chef driven restaurants that are doing interesting things. And uh, love to be I love, love, love advocating for this town when sometimes it can be a hard town to advocate for. But it'll it'll shock people. It'll surprise people for sure. It will. And there's so much to get plugged into. I mean, I was thinking about it, you know, of, of people who are moving in, like, you know, can we have this whole, um, you know, mostly harmless media family that, mm-hmm. you know, these podcasts that inform people of what's going on around the city. We have, you know, great um, media sources such as um, Territory and yep. Uncovering Oklahoma. Edible OKC has Edible. Done, is doing awesome stuff. They just spread on me last issue. Naked City OKC. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, and Dennis from Uncovering Oklahoma, he will literally like list out like great Great date night places or great. I mean, he has categories of places that you should visit. Guy. Like I don't think he I know Dennis. He works so hard. He's doing such a great job with, you know, he does um, videography on things and he has his blog. And, um, but it, you know, there's a lot of people here that are really trying to expose the great things that are going on. And so, um, just, you know, that's even things that I'm like trying to list out for my friends of like, Hey, if you want to hear of some cool stuff that's going on, listen to, you know, our podcasts sure. and all, all of them. Um, cause they all have their own niches. I mean, and, listen to the Wafty show. Yes. Yeah. Too, yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we those love you, guys, Steve. Those guys, those guys do a great job. They they're always talking about what's, what's coming going and on, what's and happening, and yeah, you know, not even just that. You know, all those publications you just mentioned. And it's like I tell people all the time: you can be miserable anywhere you want. Oh, absolutely. It's, I mean, you can go you can go anywhere and sit around and be miserable and say there's nothing to do, but it does not take that much to find a really, really cool experience in Oklahoma City right now. It doesn't. And I was, you know, I was talking to one of my best friends from New York and, um, you know, we were, we were talking about, obviously, like in New York, you have, you know, this like 80 million things you can do in one night. And here you might have like a little less that, you know, you're not, you might not have that many things, but you always have something to do. And it's like, you can only be at one place at one time. You can't like be you, at 80 million You're more things. capable to actually be a part of it though. Yeah, that's right. So it gives you personal like ownership of it. You know, I mean, I've only been back in town five years yeah. four or five years now and I was gone for six and you know it, I have friends that have moved back here from Chicago and New York and like people that were in like the improv scene in Chicago and stuff and you know it's so much easier to become a part and get plugged into the amazing stuff that's going on in the city and that gives you more ownership of it mm-hmm. and and it just makes for an all-around better time because people like it so much and it's really really accessible yep. to become a part of what's the, the um the culture of what's going on here. So 
And I think there's, a, you know, I think for for me, I think um, you can't be afraid to go do things by yourself too. Um, mm. You know, growing up like in Edmond and it, that was always a foreign concept growing up of like, you, you know, you never did things by yourself. You always had like a buddy or somebody to do things with. And then when I went to DC, it was, you know, it was more common. You always saw people doing things by themselves, whether it's going to a movie or at a coffee shop or whatever that might be. And I think as our city grows more independent, I think that encourages people like go to an art show, go to a music show, mm-hmm. go to a film, you know, you can go by yourself. That's not a, go to not a, a movie deal. at an art museum. Uh, yes. I mean, how cool is that? Yep. Whenever Carrie and I go to see movies, which by the way, have you seen La La Land? No, I haven't. La La Land is killer. Okay. It's fantastic. But side topic. But I mean, whenever we're going to go see a movie, we're like, there is an independent theater that shows amazing movies at a world renowned art museum. Yep. So you can go look at art and go see a movie. They have a dinner and a movie down there on, I want to say Tuesday, maybe it's Wednesday. I think it's 25 bucks or something, and you get dinner at the Museum Cafe, which does a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've recently got a new chef down there, and they are using some of the savory sp- spices in their menu. So you can go down there and have dinner and then go watch some sort of a cool independent movie or documentary at the theater at the museum. And that's just something to really be proud of, that you know a lot of cities our size wouldn't be forward-thinking enough to do that. Yep. And so that we have that opportunity here. You know, world-renowned uh, film festival that goes on every year. Oh, yeah, Dead just Center. So, so much opportunity. Which that was the glitter ball that I worked on. I was um, very excited to be on the committee this year. Um, that was in support of Dead Center. So they do that every cool. year at, or it's the third year, um, at Dunlop Cotting. Um, and it also uh, supported the Oklahoma Visual Arts Coalition. And so, yeah, so I got to talk to Kent about that. So that was last week's podcast. So you can hear more yep. about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you can just go down into a district. I mean, again, just go down by yourself and sit up at a bar, have a drink, talk to the bartender, and mm-hmm. then like move on to the next thing. There might be like, again, an art show next door. There might be something going on. Um, and I, so I think it's really possible to have adventures here. It's just um, sure. creating the change that you want to see um, Absolutely. You know, in your schedule or your life or whatever that is. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's kind of a theme for, for this year is for me, at least is, you know, creating that change and being proactive. And that's what I feel like with our move, we've, you know, started off on a good foot of no matter, you know, what it might seem like. And, um, on the outside, it's like, this was a good change internally. Sure. And so how can we keep, um, initiating? You could changes? literally jog to Abel's Mexican food from your house. I know that's, like, that's, that was why we made a great change because <laughs> we uh, moved really close to Abel's and Karen, we can't wait to do a double date. Or Karen, a I didn't date. realize how close, uh, Jen moved to Abel's Mexican food, but it's our favorite Mexican food. We were going to meet Julie, oh. uh, Julie oh. Scott at Abel's Gosh, I love her. about a week before the baby was born. And, uh, we were driving over there and I was like, wait, I think I think Jen moved like right over there. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is like right up the street. That's dangerous. I That's know, super dangerous. For anybody who has not been to Abel's, it is delicious. It's and so good. We had a little. Actually, eating. don't go because I don't want it to be. <laughs> never mind. Your new addiction. I don't want. I don't want to not be able to get into Abel's <laughs> because right. we have that much poultry. <laughs> That's right. Go I to know. Our, fantastic. Our uh, 10 listeners right now. Yep. I'm just kidding. Actually, we have good listenership. Do we? We're growing yeah. it. Yes, we are. We're growing. And speaking we, of growing listeners. Yes. Uh, we still, it's still available to support the podcast. It is. You can still come and, uh, let us know if you would like us to promote your business. I actually had a discussion with two local businesses last night mm-hmm. about, um, coming on and sponsoring the podcast. Um, the way we're doing it is we're just going to set it up as a hundred dollar per episode thing. And, um, you can give us talking points or we can just talk about how awesome your business is. Because honestly, if you're listening to this and you have a business, 
I'm pretty sure we will know at least something about your business. Right. And if not, I will personally go and find out about your business because I love supporting local businesses. Mm-hmm. So we want to encourage people to contact us. What's the best way to contact us, Jen? Well, um, you can send an email to info at cellardoormusicgroup.com. Or OKC at SavorySpiceShop.com. Yeah, so they can always send an email. Um, they can always call us um, if they want to on our business line, which I never... Do you have I a never, business? I'm not giving myself Do you have a business number. line? Um, you're not giving yourself a no, number I mean, right now? I might as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have a business line. So let me... It is... Um, 402-1595-405, area code. Feel free to call us about... Um, Sponsorship a- opportunities, uh, if you have a band yeah, and you want it to come on. Uh, if you And if you don't have a business and want to sponsor, you don't have a band or anything like that, we are listener-supported. So please, please, please go to mostlyharmless.media. Mm-hmm. Click on the Support Us link and donate whatever you can. If you're enjoying the programming that we're putting out for you, feel free to go on there. Donate a dollar or two a month. Donate $20 a month if you want. And uh, just kind of help us keep putting this on the air. And um, we are really, really dedicated and excited about providing new content every week for you guys. We're having a blast doing it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, go on there and help us out. And just to clarify, because sometimes I get emails about this, which is totally fine, but um, we do, uh, we feature uh, original music. So sometimes we get a lot of emails from cover bands saying, hey, you know, uh, what, you know, what, how can we connect? And uh, of course, we always love connecting with cover bands, but um, our friends over at, um, oh, what is it? The, the talent agency. Box Talent. Box Talent. Why did I even blank on that? Box Talent has been around forever. Um, we've had lunch with the girls over there. They do a great job. Mm-hmm. So they're more cover band oriented. And then we um, get to su- support our, our local artists um, that do original music. So just to kind of clarify that, because we do get some questions on that sometimes. Sure. Um, yeah. And then second thing, one of my visions, um, Abel, I think that we would have fun with this is finding creative ways to present any advertisers. So sure. I've been, I listen, I really like Lena Dunham's podcast. I know, um, you know, I don't some, know Lena Dunham's podcast. Some people might not love Lena Dunham, but I do. And Who she, is Lena Dunham? Uh, she's from Girls. She's the producer of Girls on HBO. She also, she just, she's a very outspoken, um, progressive woman. And do I, you I know this person. No, she is like a Hollywood star. Oh, she's big time. Yeah, big time. Okay, we should but get her on the podcast. Oh, I mean, I wish. <laughs> I I think a lot of Lena Dunham. Okay, I don't know. I'm, I apologize. I'm no, 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 no. But she has um, a podcast called Women of the Hour, uh-huh. and um, they do different advertisements, but she finds, like, really creative ways to present them. I mean, at one point, she has her mom talking about Blue Apron, and I think it's really I just cute. feel like we, we're so focused on local artists and the local community that – we would love to have local business owners come in here. We're going to try to get Meg from Local Lather in here with us. Mm-hmm. She has a phenomenal soap business, and I would just love to get people to come in here and talk to us about it. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's really, it's local business meets local music. we got to figure so. out how to make money off that, though. Right. <laughs> so you got to pay to come on. You gotta pay. No, it's, if you come on, I feel like you might want to sponsor us because we're promoting your business. That's but. right. We, we, we're doing a pretty dang good job, I think. I think. I hope so. I feel like I haven't done a good job the last few weeks, but I did do a really good job of keeping an infant alive. So there you go. Well, that, I mean, that's all that matters. And, you know, we prepped for that. We knew yeah, January would be we pretty did, crazy. You, you did a great job for that. Well, it was really, you know, the um, Americana footage was great. and I I really enjoyed the Americana footage. Good. It was really fun. Mm -hmm. So I think we have a great year coming up. Me too. Stoked about it. And uh, I'm glad we could do a hostful. We need to do this more often. We will. We're going to just do this and check back in periodically. And once in a while, just come in here and rap about stuff. Maybe we can get. 
I don't know, some music to play, like have a local artist give us CD that they're wanting to promote or something. Absolutely. That's what JB did with our, our last week um, on Glitterball. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think that's something we'll probably implement this year. I like it. I do too. I love Hustful Podcast. We'll bring Alice on here. Carrie was going to come, but a friend of ours was stopping by, but we'll bring Carrie and Alice up here. And we might have time. a whole family love shebang. It. Bring Dustin and Lila. I will. I will. Well, Lulu has not been to the podcast. Yet. She hasn't. If we were going to do this last night, I was thinking I might have to bring her because Dustin's out of town. I was thinking like, I don't know. I mean, she might be like over in the corner singing. We should talk to her about what music she's listening to. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> she, she writes her own songs. Well, right? obviously. <laughs> she doesn't want to be influenced. <laughs> she, I mean, she's her, in her <laughs> she's an original. She just, she's Yeah, an she's an original, original artist. artist. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's wonderful. We'll have to have her, have her in. Um, but anything else from the... Not really. Just excited and I'm uh, so happy to be back in the space and looking forward to what this year has to offer. Me too. And we can find Grounded Sounds at Grounded Sounds um, on Twitter and Instagram. And on Facebook, we are Grounded Sounds OK. So there you go. Come check us out. Mm -hmm. Good to see you, Jim. Cheers until next time. Good to see you.